Hey everybody, it's Shaman Sister Sin, and you're listening to the Meditations and More podcast brought to you by BetterHelp.com and LittleShaman.org. That's me, Little Shaman. Today I wanted to talk to you about communication difficulties with narcissists. There are a few episodes of the show about this, and each of them cover something a little different because communication with narcissists is so complicated and difficult. This one is about something that a lot of people are dealing with, even though many of them don't realize it. One of the things it can take people several years to figure out, if they ever realize it at all, since it can be so subtle, is that even though a narcissist may be using the same words and phrases that they are, or saying things that make sense in the context that they're being used in, the narcissist may not actually mean the same things you or anyone else means when they use those words or phrases. They may not even really understand or care what these things mean at all. They're simply using them because this is where they go. It's important to make it clear that we're not talking about love languages or anything metaphorical here. We're talking about actual words and their meanings. It might seem odd that people would use words they don't really understand, but narcissists are mimics. It's how they've learned to survive. It's kind of like learning to sing a song in another language. You can learn how to say the words and sing the song without ever understanding or even knowing what they mean. You're simply mimicking the singer. This is what many pathologically narcissistic people are doing as well. It's not unlike the way that children learn to speak. They imitate sounds and words with no idea what they mean, which is why they often repeat cuss words and swearing. They don't know it's a bad word. They're just repeating what they've heard. Narcissistic adults are not children, of course, and what we find is that many of them may believe they know what these words and phrases mean, but in fact do not, or that their definition of them is different from what most people understand it to be. It may be extremely difficult for them to relate the definition of words or the context in which they're being used. For example, it's not uncommon for narcissistic people who are pressed to define a word or a phrase to resort to looking it up in the dictionary or something similar instead of being able to answer. Or they may simply refuse to define it at all. This usually happens because their argument or their behavior points to the fact that their definitions of things must be different or possibly wrong and people begin to ask them what these things mean to them. Because they can't answer, they will often use one of their patented defense mechanisms, deflect, deny, or detonate. Because they are so good at mimicry, it can be quite a while before a person would realize that the narcissist is either using words they don't actually understand or that they mean something by the words that is different from how they, the listener, is understanding them. If a narcissist is very intelligent or they're higher functioning, this can be hard to see even for years because they've learned to compensate, manipulate, and hide things better. A narcissist, for example, may use words like respect, love, trust, accountability, and responsibility, but be unable to define them, explain the context in which they're being used, or explain how they would apply in a given situation. These are not the only types of words or phrases that they may be using wrong or without understanding. It really can be anything from literary quotes to platitudes to just everyday words. But these kind of things are very commonly on the list. This lack of a common definition creates large problems in any relationship. When someone does not even know what they're asking for, how will they know when they get it? How can they give it to somebody else? The answer is they can't, even if they wanted to do so. This is even more confusing for the person who doesn't realize this is the problem. They believe that everybody is agreeing to the same thing. They don't realize that the truth is there was never any agreement at all because the understanding of the words being used is not the same. 
This is not to say narcissists are never deliberately misleading, of course, they absolutely are. But if the victim understood this simple fact, it could possibly save them years of disappointment and pain. The relationship with a narcissist, any relationship, whether it's parent and child, spousal, platonic, any other kind, is like someone who only speaks Spanish getting into a taxi where the driver only speaks Japanese and somehow expecting that they're going to get where they want to go. It's not going to happen because there's no way to communicate with the other person. It's just going to be a huge hassle that frustrates and upsets both people for no good reason because the situation is impossible from the beginning. In a very real way, narcissists do not speak the same language as most other people. It sounds the same, but upon careful consideration, what we find is that the words being used don't mean the same thing to both people. This can go on for a long time without being understood. Indeed, it may never be understood by either person in the relationship. Both people will end up believing that the other person has lied to or misled them. In practical terms, it doesn't really matter whether someone is lying or they just don't understand. Either way, the situation is unhealthy and it's not going to work out. It's extremely important to remember that in order to protect ourselves, we should not assume that someone feels, experiences, or understands things the same way that we do. We should not assume that just because someone says the same words that we say, they mean the same things by them because, narcissist or not, everybody's different. We want to guard against projecting our feelings, experiences, and anything else onto another person. This only leads to misunderstandings and hurt feelings. If someone says they feel, experience, or understand things the same way that we do, which is something narcissistic people often do to create the appearance of intimacy, we should be careful about accepting that at face value. Pay attention to any red flags that demonstrate that this is not really the case because they will be there if it isn't. And the most simple method of all, ask. Ask people what things mean to them. You might not get the truth if somebody's trying to fool you, but you will probably get a red flag. This could be in the form of a non-answer, a vague answer, a cliche answer, a deflection of the question back to you, a refusal to answer, a nonsensical answer that doesn't make any sense. And if you get a red flag when asking someone what things like love and respect mean to them, that's probably one you shouldn't ignore. I hope this clears a few things up for you. As always, I look forward to your comments, questions, and suggestions, so please keep those coming. I take appointments online, via text, via email, over the phone, and through Skype for international clients. So if you're interested in speaking with me one-on-one, you can visit littleshaman.org and click the book and appointment tab to go ahead and do that. I teach workshops a few times a month and clinics a few times a year. So if you're interested in seeing what we're running right now, you can visit littleshaman.org to do that as well. You've been listening to the Meditations and More podcast brought to you by betterhelp.com and littleshaman.org. That's me, the Little Shaman. May the Great Spirit bless you and have a wonderful day.